Hi, friends, and welcome back to the sesh. I am Kendall Ray. And I'm Janelle, and I'm not alone anymore. Well, I was never really alone, but on the table here, my lovely co host, Kendall Ray, is back. Yay! I'm so Uh, excited. It feels so weird. Really? Yeah. But at the same time, it feels like, okay, now that you're sitting here, I feel like no time has changed, but it has been almost three months. Yeah, it's been a while. Since you have last been on here. Wow. I looked, it was like mid july oh yeah when my blood pressure started hitting the fan yep i was like all right i gotta go yep. rest it was a crazy God, yeah. Forgot how few much weeks before. well yeah. welcome back thank you guys we missed so you a lot back. i know that the people watching missed you so much and that you guys will be so happy that she's back and yeah we're all just very excited i've missed all of you too and you've done a great job holding oh, it down it thanks. is not easy guys to <laughs> you know do an episode by yourself. by yourself. Obviously, you're not by yourself. Yeah. But yeah, like being over here by yourself and hosting kind of on your own. Yeah, for that's sure. That's really difficult. And you've done a great job. Oh, and you guys you. have been so supportive. And that's mm-hmm. made me feel way better about taking the time that I definitely needed. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I really did not realize how much time I would need. Um, um, it's almost like you pushed a whole ass human out of your body yeah. <laughs> and then had to get used to taking care of a mm-hmm. whole human, which is like, wow. Nothing can prepare you. No, no. <laughs> really? She goes, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought I was prepared. No. no. I feel like that's what every single person says. And they're yeah. like, like, oh, I thought I knew kind of what was going on. I didn't. No. Yeah. You just, you can't, you cannot know until you're fucking in the thick of it, man. In um, the thick of it? But it's been amazing. It's been the coolest experience of my life by far. The most intense, life-changing. I said on my channel, it feels like I've lived like a whole lifetime (laughs) since I've been recording. Like It is seriously felt like the last three months have felt so long to me. Like a year at least. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't quick. Well, that's that's weird too because it has. She's growing really fast. Yeah. That's what's going by fast, but it just so much has changed in my life that it feels like it's been long. Like I think I have changed, and yeah, just my whole like so many changes element of my life, short amount of time, right? So that it feels like it's been a long time. It makes sense, but also short. I don't know. It's weird. It's hard to explain, but yeah, guys, (laughs) what would you say would be the most unexpected thing of this? In terms of not maybe not like your birth, but just like becoming a mom in general. Well, it's like I expected it, but I didn't know what it would actually feel like and look like to be doing it. And mm-hmm. so it has been a little shocking, especially the first week, because you're going from taking care of you as a single person. I mean, most of us, our whole lives just take care of ourselves. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know, here and there. But to be responsible for a whole nother life besides you is like a massive adjustment. And um, yeah, a little shocking kind of shocks the system a little bit where you're just like, wow. Um, And I remember people telling me when I was like, I'm going to take like a month off. People were like, no, you're going to want more time than that. And I thought, no, that's going to be plenty of time. No, I needed this time for sure to adjust to my, you know, a completely new version of myself and really getting to know my baby. And I'm glad that I have taken this time that I really felt like I needed. Um, 
Because, yeah, you really just can't understand until you go through this how crazy it is. Um, Parenthood is wild. (laughs) But it's so much fun. I've had the best time of my life. My daughter is amazing. And she just started. She just turned two months yesterday, which is sad, but also so fun. I mean, every every week with her is getting more and more exciting. She's really like getting more of her personality yeah so that's been fun she's becoming um, so much more alert and like i don't want this to sound in a negative way at all but like baby you know newborns are kind of like little blobs like they, they don't are. like they don't they're, they're just trying to survive at this point now right. she's really turned into like locking eyes yep. and like the little facial expressions are starting like mm-hmm. you know purposeful facial expressions and yep she started smiling in the last week well she's been smiling from the beginning but it's just you know muscles right. moving intentional smiles have started this week and it has been the coolest thing ever it's my favorite thing to do when i wake her up from her naps is like trying to make her smile and yeah this morning i like took her out of her little sleep sack that she's in she's all like (laughs) tight in there so every morning she like does this big stretch and i just watch her and this morning while she was stretching she was just smiling at me she just looked like so happy to see me it's like that's the most rewarding thing in the world that i don't care how much sleep i've lost how much I've had to adjust my life. Mm-hmm. It's all worth it when you see your baby at all. But smiling at you is definitely extra special. Yeah, so, definitely. It's, it's only really going to get awesome. more fun, I feel like. Oh, yeah. It's so much fun. There's like laughing and then talking and like making little jokes and making you laugh and stuff. Yep. Yep. Me and Sydney were just looking it up and it sounds like she'll start maybe laughing the next month or two. Yeah. So. I cannot wait to see that. Wait, that is going to kill me. (laughs) Baby's laughing is the cutest thing ever. (sighs) But yeah, it, um, God, I can't even like summarize into words like what this experience has been like. And I really eventually want to share my birth story on here. I know some of you have been following my vlog channel. I kind of like, I mean, I didn't vlog for years and then I randomly brought it back because I wanted to document my pregnancy I haven't posted anything since and I won't be posting like a birth vlog or anything like that. That's something I want to keep private. Um, but I might kind of get on there and talk at some point. But yeah, for the most part, I'll just be discussing that kind of stuff here because I'm really not interested in continuing to vlog. Yeah. Um, well, this is like, I feel like the perfect place too because yeah. it's a smaller audience and the people who watch you on here are watching you because they like not just your content that you're putting out, but also like you mm-hmm. as a person and, you know, yeah. your more p- personal side to you. Right. Um, and you have us three that yeah. are eager to, well, not that we haven't heard it, but. No, but it makes it a lot easier, I think, for me to relive some of it. Mm-hmm. We thought about talking about some of that today, but I felt like getting back on is enough of yeah. like enough excitement just going like, on. I don't need to like relive the trauma. Hi, I just went back. Through. So at 1041, I started like, yeah. my God, it was so, birth is so intense. Oh my God. So I definitely need a little bit more time to kind of like unpack it and know yeah. what I want to say. Totally. Um, but this feels like a very safe space for me. And podcasting is the most natural form of media for me. So absolutely. Yay. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Thank we are you. so happy to have you back. Happy I miss back. you. And yeah, I'm just really excited that <laughs> you're finally back because it was starting to get a little bit lonely. I'm not going to lie. Like it was fine. And, you know, we did yeah. it. Thank we, God for you guys. We did it. We did it. For helping. It was, you know, super great to have you guys here. 
it was great. I loved listening to it. It was like hanging out with my friends. While I was, I just have to listen into such short bursts. Yeah. It took me forever to get through any totally. podcast episodes, but. But yeah. your guys is like dynamic. Just really makes it. That's what I mean. Like when you mm-hmm. two are up there, it's just like. Yeah, it feels cousin right. power. Cousin yeah. power, baby. Well, there was times where I'd be saying something, and then I'm like, oh, I I know Kendall would like have something to say back, and then I would just kind of sit here like. Oh, okay. So anyways, moving on to the next thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard. But you did a great job. And I know you guys appreciated, you know, having content still during this time and not just having this disappear for Mm -hmm. who knows how long. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Jessica's here. And Jessica's I am back. I forgot. I was like, huh? Oh, right. Yes, (laughs) she is here. It's so funny how many people really thought I was naming her Jessica. They really did. They kept telling me like when you were gone, I was like, you know, she's just preparing for Jessica. I'd be like, Jessica's here. And they'd be like, Oh my god, Janelle keeps leaking her name. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Just kidding, folks. It doesn't even start with a J. No, her name is Holly. Yeah, for some reason you don't know. I feel like I, we still get comments on here because I did say her name mm-hmm. at one point and then they were like, oh, I didn't know her name was Holly. Name drop. Yeah, yeah. name drop. Like, yeah. She's announced it already. I'm not spoiling What's anything. What's so funny is some people actually did know her name because oh, yeah. early on I made a vlog where Josh and I were shopping <gasps> for baby clothes and... <laughs> Josh said something like, oh, I want to see little Holly wear this or something like that. And then we didn't edit it out. Yeah, it got in there. Yeah. And then the first like five minutes, someone was like in the discord. I think like, I think the name's in there. And we were like, ah, we were, like, yeah, out, took but... it out. But yeah, some people like messaged me and was like, I knew I heard it in that original vlog. That's kind of like, fun though. It was, <laughs> it is cute. fun. Love um, that. But yeah, that, that is her name. She is the best. She is. She's so freaking cute. She's oh my so God, awesome. little squishy girl. I know that's what we call her. Her nickname has been Squish since she was squish. born. Mm-hmm. She's a little Squish. At first, I was not even calling her her name at all. It was just Squish. Yeah. Now I, I kind of go back and forth. Never called her her name. I'm pretty sure. Well, you call her Squish McGish. Squish and then McGish that turned into just Gish. Gish. Now, now it's just Gish. <laughs> I like that. That's cute. Gish. It's very fitting for. Her. She's such a little Gish. Like she I don't is. know what else to say. She is a Gish. Oh my god. <laughs> we have. Kind of a smorgasbord yes. of things we want to talk about today. I wanted to like touch base on all the shit that you guys, because there was so many times when I was listening that I yeah. was like, oh, I want to say this or like, I want to know, I have a question about this. Sure. Let's see. What all did you guys go over? I know. I'm going to pull up the our page here so we can actually take a look at the last few things that we've talked about. I know pink sauce was going on before. Oh, I, I do have an update on the pink sauce, actually. Or lack thereof, maybe? Mm. Well, okay, so... F- because you guys kept asking, like, what's the deal with the pink sauce? You just, like, talked about it and never brought it up again. So last we heard, I had ordered it, and we were waiting for it to come. You know, they had the new production uh, and everything. And so last I heard is it was going to be coming, and then I didn't hear anything for so long, and I didn't get any emails or anything. And then it said, if you want a refund, you can call this number. So I tried calling the number. The, the voicemail box was full. Duh. And so I finally looked on their website last night and they say that if you have placed an order, which was us, that we were refunded. <laughs> and I haven't checked if oh, I was actually really? refunded, but that we were refunded because it was expensive. It was like 20 bucks, but yeah. they were like, the new bottle is going to be a different size. So we want the price to reflect that. So that's it. That was a very vague update. They said that we were refunded and that mm. whenever they can start selling it, they will. Well, maybe we will all I said. get a bottle of it because I really wanted to see. What I it's still like. really want to try it. Yeah, like I'm so curious. Hmm. So I don't know, but yeah, yeah, that whole thing was really interesting. 
I, a little I, call with the FDA. Like, oh, oh my god, god, that was the funniest here. shit I've ever. Were you here when we talked yeah. about that? What? Were you here? Was Kendall here when we talked about no, that? No, I was listening from home. Oh, yeah, yeah. when she like faked so fake. the FDA at her fucking <laughs> that door. That was hilarious. They're like, all right, so what we can do, ma'am, is take your information down. She's like, okay, great. <laughs> that is so weird. I know. And then um, Adam Levine. Oh, oh my gosh. It's yeah. cheaters time. Cheater galore. Yeah. Cheater galore. Holy shit, guys. I'm actually so disappointed about Adam Levine. I love him. I know you <laughs> do. <laughs> so like, and now I was just like, dude, my whole vision of you is shattered. I know. Because I have been a Maroon 5 fan. It was like one of my first CDs. Songs What's your about favorite Jane. song from them? Either Sunday Morning or I really like the song Secrets. I love that whole Songs of Jane album. I listened to it on the regular like, like every still today like yes yeah. it was like on my birth playlist some Aww. of the songs they're very comforting to me damn um Cheater that was the best or like adam <laughs> you fucker like what are you doing <laughs> you, fucker. you have this gorgeous wife and i know God, yeah we were just talking about in the okay. conference room how there's all these cheaters right now and they're all these guys that are publicly constantly hyping up their marriage and their wife and saying right. how lucky they are i remember adam levine at like the Victoria's Secret fashion show being like, yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> and then, wow, dude, really? Like when you have, I just cannot understand. And it wasn't like a, oops, I'm drunk and I accidentally no, DM'd no. someone one time. It's like, I've been having multiple conversations. Yeah. Did you see that even Tana claims? Yes. I was like, wait, really? Yeah. So basically she went into her DMs and it says. I think she had proof. It's showing that he sent a message and then deleted it because she said that when you open it, there was nothing there, but his name is in her DMs. And yeah. so it, means that at one point or another he had tried to reach out to her that's hilarious <laughs> like, what the fuck and there was someone else too there was there was multiple women there's so many of them god okay did what you a guys disappointment have you guys seen on tiktok like the have you guys did you guys ever watch jennifer's body uh-uh um so it's like this old like movie from the 2000s it's uh um, yeah uh what's her name uh oh megan fox. megan fox yeah yeah and i guess um people are like oh he sold his soul to the devil because like in the movie, it's like kind of that same kind of like there's this there's this band and they want to become really popular, so they sell oh. they sell a virgin to the devil <laughs> oh to like for they, so that they could have fame. And they like <sighs> mention Maroon Five, like one of the one of the singers. He's like he's like, well, you know, we have Maroon Five, and and obviously it's it's uh, I don't believe it. But Interesting thing. So what is the theory that he sold his soul to the devil his, and so yeah. the devil's acting and making him cheat? <laughs> well, no, no, no. Because it's like somebody was like, somebody's like, well, what do, what do all like 15-year-old boys want? This is like back when or whenever like uh, Songs of Jane came out, he was mm -hmm. really, really young. Yeah. And it's like you want a really hot girlfriend. You want to be hottest mm -hmm. man on, in the world. You want like you want fame. You want all these things. And like, it, I mean, he did get all those things. Like he was like, what, sexiest man of yeah. in yeah. the world or something like that. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know how. But um. Yeah, he like ha like all these things, and I don't know. It's just kind of funny. Yeah. Well, he definitely sold his soul to somebody Something. because he really doesn't give a shit anymore. Apparently. Dude, his cheating ass. Then we also talked about, which by the way, Adam's tattoos. I know everyone talks about, it, but I just have to mention what the entire hell is going on with Are Adam's they bad? Adam, I never really looked. Adam I always thought it was hot. That he, I just yeah, never I really thought he was really hot in detail. <laughs> but I like tattoos on men, but I never well, like. So do I. Really. They pondered them. Yeah. Just the. Let me see. They just okay. They look Let's like in. which yeah. I've heard other people say this, and I completely agree. They look like if you were to go into a tattoo shop, look at their portfolio of like ones <laughs> that they have preset, <laughs> yeah. and just like I'll take all of them. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> honestly, that's pretty yeah, accurate. Like, and Cal why do you need California, California. tattooed on so you? So big, sir. 
Which I guess I, guess I never I really looked at them. I guess so. I can't talk shit because it's like your body. And I'm all for like, do whatever the fuck you yeah. want, whatever. But <laughs> oh, Adam Levine, oh, he's so hot. Why do you have to do that? I know. Remember his God GQ? Damn, dude. Come on, he was like one of my top three celebrity crushes. Really? Yeah. yeah you have loved him forever. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. You know who else is cheating though? The try guy. The try. Well, yeah. One. Them and uh, what's his nuts from The Bachelor? Uh, oh, Tino. Tino. You've oh. been watching The Bachelorette. I didn't see. There was like another one, right? What? Oh, no, I did see it. The, the final, final one where they like, get engaged it. and then yep. he cheated on what's her I did face, watch Rachel. It. Oh, oh yes, yes, God. yes. I saw that. Sorry. Yeah. God, my life's a blur lately. But yes, I did see that. Too. Pathetic. And then he was just like looking at her like, this is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> when he like brought in his journal was like, I've been writing things down. Like oh, you yeah. said, you didn't want to go to therapy. I'm like, bro, yeah. this is not the look for you, sir. <laughs> and then the it time just seemed like place. he wanted to get the show over with as soon as possible. Yeah. Like, when I was like, he's like, she doesn't want me. So yeah. like, can we just fucking yeah. wrap this up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I messed up. Oh, um, horrible. Yeah. So yeah. He, he be cheating. Dude, Who else? that guy sucks. Yeah. he. D- I've never liked his ass. I've always thought he was not good. And I liked Avon. Why did oh, yeah. she have to send Avon's ass out? Because yeah, uh, Avon wasn't sure. He wasn't so sure. Oh, like, God forbid someone questions whether or not they want to spend the rest of their life with someone they just met. While you're still dating someone else. Yeah. Uh, like, what? Stupid. Yeah. That's why that show fucking annoys me so much. I know. It annoys me too. Did you start Bachelor in Paradise yet? No, I don't okay. really like that one. Oh, I never really that's my favorite it. one. Josh gets into it, but I'm that's the one I always tune out. Oh, like, that's my favorite one of them all. It's the funniest. It's too many people and too many relationships going on for me to really follow. Mm-hmm. I even found that with this last Bachelorette season, it was hard for me to like really pay attention mm-hmm. to I all these different guys. And, and, too, yeah. I kept thinking like Gabby was with guys that Rachel was with oh. and I was like really confused the whole time. So, <laughs> But I was also sleep deprived for most of it. So, <laughs> Side note, I went to high school with one of those dudes. I won't out him. On who it oh, was. Yeah. But I went to high school with one of them. Someone and can said, probably figure it out. He, maybe. Mm-hmm. But he was not very nice in high school. And everyone's like obsessed with him in real life. I'm like, damn. I mean, maybe he's changed. Could change. You should just out him. Who cares? He made it pretty far. Well, I don't what, really... is he going to come after you? No, but I don't want to like out him. Yeah, I don't want to like start some Why? shit. Oh, yeah. Like it gets picked up. The Sesh podcast has <laughs> revealed the truth TMZ. about this guy. <laughs> this bachelor contestant that everyone's yeah. already forgot about. Um, I don't know. That you knew him. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Isn't Tino's it? a cheater. Tino's a cheater. Who else is Adam's a cheater. a cheater? And what's his nuts? Ned. That's the latest of the cheaters. Oh, is Ned that Fulmer. the try guy? Is that, yeah, the try guy. Ned Fulmer. What is his name? Fulmer? Ful- Fulmer. Fulmer. Mm. He's now, the, yeah. I, do you watch the try guys or have you ever? I um, recognize a few of them when I looked them up. I freaking I don't really love them. Corelli and see, I love the try oh, guys. Oh, I love the try which guys. I didn't even know you did until this came out. Yeah, same, because I never talk about them because I feel like you nobody really knows them. Same. And like, it's a little, no, they're not weird by any means, but like, it's just I, a channel that I just don't really need to be talking about. It's like so <laughs> random. I didn't it's think so anyone random. watched it, but obviously they do because they have a bunch of followers. Yeah. But anyway, like, weren't they from BuzzFeed and then they yeah. started yeah. their own thing? I yeah. have loved them. I've watched them for a long time. And one of the dudes, Ned... Damn. This motherfucker. He, okay, so back mm. to the wife loving thing. He doesn't really look like the cheating type. Exactly. He, he was obsessed with That's his yeah. wife. There was this one clip that, or this one YouTube video someone made, and they clipped together every single time he talked about his wife. And it was literally like minutes long of like, my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife. I love my <laughs> wife, my wife. I think about my wife. Mm, you wonder if that's like overcompensating because so, you know you're yeah. a dirty fucking liar Just behind the, the scenes. Just the story is if you. Talk about loving your partner too much. You're fucking cheating on them. Yeah. <laughs> so the try guys try things. 
Yeah. Is that? No. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, basically. Like, no, yeah, I was we'll wondering that too. Random videos like $5 ramen versus $150 ramen. Oh, yeah. Like just, like, you know, viral stuff. typical mm-hmm. uh, BuzzFeed stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Gotcha. Like Keith eats everything at a Vegas buffet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Try Guys make hand-pulled noodles. So they <laughs> kicked him out, right? Yeah. So a little while ago, people started noticing that they had basically cut him out. There was, he wasn't in any videos. He wasn't in like any of the like pictures and stuff. And so then people, of course, did like a deep dive. I guess people started noticed it because they had changed their, their profile picture because it it used to be like the four guys. Then they changed the profile picture to just like a picture of like a uh, Tyrannosaurus or something like that. And then there were the people started like digging a little bit more. And then that's when they noticed that he was cut out of Something's going on. So does he have kids? Uh, Two. Oh, that's sad. And the person that he cheated on with, her name is Alex. Alex. She uh, also has a fiance. She was engaged and they worked together, Alex and Ned. Wait. He was her boss. Oh, oh that's a HR problem. <laughs> sad. Honestly, when there's kids involved, it just makes it so like... Dude, just get a divorce. Yeah. Literally. I don't get it. It's so like... There uh, was also this one thing I saw it this morning, actually. Um, they did some like Valentine's video and Ned was like, I'm going to make some uh, heart-shaped crayons for for their son because really a, a gift for my son is a gift for my wife. God. Wow. That, Dude. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that, sir. I don't know about that. Um, how many kids did Adam Levine and Bahati have? She, I think they had two and, and they were pregnant? pregnant with their third, I'm pretty sure. Well, because yeah. he named the son after the woman he was cheating with, Well. Right? She's Ale- still pregnant. Yeah. So, oh, it hasn't- so they're probably not going to actually name that. I, I don't think I they still, they're they, like, they still do it. They're like, yeah, whatever. Oh my God. That'd be so bad. <laughs> Sumner? Yeah, Sumner. That's really interesting. Yeah, I'm sure his wife yeah. would like that. God. What a piece. I know. These pieces. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So <sighs> cheating, cheating all around. What else has been going on? Oh, did you hear about Lizzo? Mm, was I heard that she, people are mad at her and I don't know why. People are mad at Lizzo right now because the Library of Congress tweeted her and invited her to come and check out this collection of flutes that they have. Aww. And there's a really special flute in there. It's made of crystal and it belonged to James Madison. Okay. Who was, I don't know what number president he Fourth. was. Fourth? Mm, I know early on. I don't know if it was. Fourth. Really? Fourth. Yep. Yep. Damn. Okay. Early on. Um, so they invited her to come check out these flutes and even said in their tweet, maybe play one or play them. And she went and there's a video. Let's check it out. Damn, that's pretty. That's right. She's so good. Yeah, she's extremely Dates back to the 1800s. Wow. Let me do it. Sorry, James Madison. This might. Listen, Miss Madison. Um. Yeah, there was a fire in the White House and his wife. That was one of the things that was saved. The flute. That's why it's oh, a big deal. Oh, okay. A big deal. But um, 
<laughs> anyway, they invited her to do this. Yeah. She did it. She's a classically trained flutist. However, tons of people, mainly um, the right-wing media, has responded unfavorably to this. Oh, no. They're not happy. Why do they care so much all of a sudden? freaks. <laughs> Why do people give a shit about No, <laughs> because it's just... I mean, there's so many reasons why. They Are they like mad it. because she's twerking while playing it? Probably. Probably. Are they mad that she's playing it? Like, I don't understand why why they would be mad necessarily. Like, well, it's not like she's here. She's, let me read some okay. of their points to you guys. Okay. So she was the first person to ever play this flute. That's why it was a big deal. Mm. Um, but it's not like she just broke in there and took it and started playing. No, she, it. Was, she invited. was invited. Yeah. Uh, and whoever keeps these flutes i imagine it's extremely important to them if this is their job and they thought it was okay mm -hmm. but apparently it was a big fucking problem so something i just read that says the library has nearly 2,000 flutes um which is the largest collection in the world wow. um and it is like overseen by one person so she took a tour of the flute vault where she saw the flutes made of wood jade ivory whatever who a jade flute that's sick would be so cool. And she played a lot of them. Like mm. the um the person who like watches the uh the room of flutes uh was saying that she could play all of the all of the flutes beautifully. Because she um, has because a she's, lot of skill. Yeah. She was um, trained classically and did this for years and years and years. Yeah. So I feel like she's a very qualified person totally. to totally check out these flutes and play this for the first time. Right. Um okay, so Matt Walsh. I don't really know who this guy is, honestly. I know I just can't place him. But anyway, he says Lizzo playing James Madison's flute was a form of racial retribution, according to the woke left. <laughs> the woke left. I just think that's so funny. They're still even using that I know, term. So. OK. And I actually have no doubt that this is part of the reason why the Library of Congress facilitated this spectacle. Because of the woke left? Yep. OK. Um, Go off. Greg Price said the Library of Congress really took out a 200-year-old flute that belonged to James Madison just so Lizzo could twerk with it. They degrade our history and then call you racist if you actually value Shut it. Shut the fuck up. So I don't know what they're trying to argue that no one should ever... Or I guess maybe they, they're just really unhappy that she was twerking. Yeah, is that what the problem is? It's well, that's what they say the problem is, but we all know what the problem is. Yeah, I'm like, okay, right. so if someone else besides Lizzo came on mm -hmm. and did and played the flute, would you mm -hmm. have such a fucking issue with it or no? Like she barely twerked. It was just like a little. Yeah, it was just a little like booty yeah, shake. Booty shake. shake. Exactly. Yeah. Get over it. There's so many oh other things to be mad God. about. <laughs> Give stupid. Fuck. It's the weirdest thing stupid. to me. James Bradley, who is currently running for U.S. Senate in California, compared her performance to somebody taking a dump on the American flag. Wow. Shut the fuck up. That is so disrespectful. You cannot be serious. That That is the same as shitting on the American flag. You know that these people had no concern about, over this over the flute. flute. Yeah, I'm sure still <laughs> now. They didn't, know, yeah. they didn't know the flute existed until today. Exactly. 100%. They're like, who is James Madison again? Oh, yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> oh, here's a tweet from Ben Shapiro. Oh, my bestie. Oh, <sighs> this Lizzo flute controversy is a perfect example of why I have termed face tattoo phenomenon. What I have termed face tattoo phenomenon. The phenomenon whereby someone does something deliberately controversial in an attempt to draw attention and then acts offended when you notice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> mm. What did he call that shit? The face tattoo phenomenon. 
Space that really too. makes no sense, but okay. Um, if all we had seen was the clip of Lizzo playing the flute in the halls of the Library of Congress while wearing a semi-modest outfit, everyone would have shrugged. <laughs> they wouldn't have been happy, but they would have just shrugged. Wait, so she shook her ass. We're offended. Yeah. But, but she didn't no, wear anything. <laughs> she didn't wear anything revealing when she was when she was fluting. There, in the she has like a full ass outfit. Yeah, on. she's wearing like black jeans and a black shirt. Well, they would say her midriff was right. visible. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but everyone would have shrugged. God. That's not the clip everyone championed as groundbreaking. It was the clip where she bragged about twerking. Mm. Really, just a waste of everyone's time and energy to be like God. So he's accusing her of doing something controversial in an attempt to draw attention. Or maybe she just did it because they invited her for fun right. and to be part of history, probably get a younger crowd interested in history again. Totally. Yeah. And it helped their Twitter account. I mean, they're not really popping over on the Library of Congress <laughs> Twitter. So it helped them get some interaction. And it's like, totally. you know, oh not a big God. deal. Not a big Why? deal. But in 2022, everything is a big, a big deal. deal. Oh my this guy, God. George... Takay, Tacky, call him George Tacky. <laughs> if you wouldn't have a problem with Taylor Swift playing Ben Franklin Franklin's piano, then you shouldn't have a problem with Lizzo playing James Madison's flute. Yeah, so I'm assuming Taylor oh. Swift did do that. Yeah, yeah if so. you do have a problem, stop and think about why that is. All right, George, maybe he's tacky. not Tacky. Ta he's Takey. He's good take. I think is it's it, actually Takey. George, good Takey. Good, yeah, good take. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck that Taylor Swift played someone's piano. I didn't even know that, but yeah, yeah that's did I. cool. Yeah, I think keeping history alive Agreed. is so important, especially with younger people who have a younger following and could, I mean, otherwise it's just going to sit there and get dusty. People will be forgotten about it. Yeah, Forget people will be forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> people will be forgetting, okay? Oh yeah, there's Taylor up on her piano. Oh. Yeah, it's her little piano. Damn, that's, wait, that's, no, I don't think this is a piano. I don't think that's a piano. Oh, I was, I was gonna, gonna say that is a nice, nice looking <laughs> piano for Did an they old bedazzle thing. It first? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. They revamped it. Anyways, I just think that's very mm -hmm. silly. I mean, it's it's very clear why people are actually angry about it, and it's just pathetic. It just shows you where we're at. But I think she should just I think she should take it. I think she should ask for it. Yeah. And then take it to all of her shows. Yeah, they should just Run keep bringing it. it out. Yeah. Like maybe a segment where they bring on a new type of flute and she twerks with it. Yeah. Who cares? Dude, we are a blip in time. Seriously. Of millions of years. I know. Like his flute was the only important, like who cares? Right. So stupid. I can't believe people waste And also time James Madison like was Adam. a fucking. Yeah. Or James, what is his Madison. Madison. James Madison. What did I call him? James Adam? Ben, I don't know. Madison, whatever his ben. name is. <laughs> whatever his name is. He was a piece of shit person anyway. He was. I mean, for his time, yeah. For his Racist. Time. Yeah. Was involved with the three-fifths compromise. Yeah. I mean, it was actually really a cool moment and surreal to see Lizzo playing that. Yeah. Well, honestly, a black woman playing that now yeah. in like, you know, 2022. Mm -hmm. When James, didn't oh, James Madison own like, wasn't he like a huge slave owner too? Oh, I'm sure just for the time. I don't know yeah. that much about James Madison. Yeah, neither but, do I. Yeah, I bet. I'm sure his history... Yeah. Oh, great. Why not? Pretty. Well, <sighs> you know what? Cheers to Lizzo and her flute yep. abilities. I yep. think it's amazing. I do too. And God, it's cool to hear someone playing an instrument these days. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know, I mean, I feel like we've gotten so away off from it. Track with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we have cool. like synth boards and stuff now. Mm -hmm. Now you just press a button and it makes a noise. Sad. <laughs> Sad. Sad. Okay. You know what else could be deemed as a little sad slash scary that I feel like we should actually be concerned about? 
I found this TikTok mm. the other, actually, no, last night I was, you know, just doing the scroll and I found <laughs> this and I was like, hmm, this is interesting. And I want your guys' take on this of what the future could look like. So, you know, we all have Alexa and Google Home, whatever it's called. Hey, Google. There's this new machine that I found that's just now rolling out. Barely anyone has it and it is quite A interesting. Machine. So let's watch the TikTok first and. I want to see what you guys think of this. Okay. Go what ahead. does that say? Astro. Oh, they call it Astro. That's what this little thing's name is. It's like an elevated room. Mm-hmm. So basically, he's going around the house and mapping the house. And I'll explain to you what actually this thing is and what it does here in a sec. He's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. I think he's cute. He's very cute. <laughs> kind of moves like a dog. Kind of like. Charlie. It's like a little pet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little house he's pet. Exploring. Yeah. Yeah, he's exactly. having a good time. So basically, this thing, they call it Meet Astro, the household robot for home monitoring with Alexa. And basically, what he does is he's like an Alexa, but mobile. And so he learns your whole house of, you know, mapping where the bedrooms are and whatever. And he can do all kinds of stuff. I think there's going to be a feud between Bruce Willis and Astro. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> the dog's name is Bruce Willis. <laughs> Hell yeah. Look at his little eyes. Stop. <laughs> Stop staring at me, Swan. Whoa, it is cute. It's super cute. That's scary. It's like something from Star Wars. So basically, I mean, this thing will do a ton of stuff. It says, stay connected from anywhere. And this is through Amazon. Remotely send Astro to check on specific rooms, people, or things. Plus, get alerts if Astro detects an unrecognized person or certain sounds when you're away. It can remotely care for aging loved ones, giving you peace of mind while helping them live independently. So it's basically like it's a little assistant. something up in our room. It keeps going back here. Oh, it's going to the other side of the room now. I am curious. Would you use this? This is, uh, I'm so torn on things I know, like this. This is why I wanted to bring it up because I know you're very like scared of I the know future Josh of robots would be all and about stuff. This, but yeah, I am. And actually, you can't even buy it. You have to get an exclusive invitation. Oh, you have to request an invitation on Amazon. So I think they're like really just rolling it out. Yeah, like the beta version. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's so many pros and cons to this little guy. First of all, he is very cute, and so he has cup holders on him. So you know, that's that what those were, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's another TikTok bring on the same account drink. of like them putting a beer, and it's like Alexa go, or uh, Astro, go bring it to so and so or whatever. But so it, it mm. does learn people in the house, like it learns their faces. It learns. I think so. From is what it I'm... made by Amazon? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, because look through at the logo. Le- it's part of Alexa. It has yeah. their logo in it. And this is so, directly, yeah. this, this is, is from arrow. the web. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I'm very torn, like I said, on things like this because I feel like it's just, <laughs> I don't know. Where do, where do you stop? That's what I'm questioning. So, many, so much of the technology just in this room did not exist like 15, 20 years ago. Totally. So it's like hard to be like, oh, it's all, anything coming is bad. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, without technology, you know, we wouldn't be where we're at. And um, more people are alive because of technology. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a very love-hate situation. But at the same time, oof, AI is really creepy to me. And I worry about what life will be like in the future. And it's also very tearing. I'm torn mm-hmm. because 
I do think it would be nice to have that thing. Like, let's say that. <laughs> okay, let's say that, you know, in a few years, Holly is oh, in like a decade or more. Holly is old enough to be alone for a few hours at the house. But obviously you want to make sure she's safe. So I think with this type of thing, you could be like, you know, hey, make you know, you could basically go on through your app, I believe, and like check on her wherever she is. It's kind of like a camera, but moving. Yeah. And it also knows her. So you could be like, hey, Monitor. go tell Holly to um, make do sure that she gets her homework done or do the dishes by the time I get home. And it'll like go to her and be like, hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> your mom wants you to do Dude, the dishes. <laughs> that sucks for teenagers in the future. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to be able to get away with shit. No. Like when I was, I'd be like telling my mom, oh yeah, I'm at home doing this or whatever, cleaning. Or They're like, oh, they can cool. actually Astro see what you're no. doing. Oh, you're not going to be able to get away with shit if there's robots in your house. But then let's say that you're caring for an old parent and they're still living alone. Yes. But you want to make sure that they're okay. And so it's a way for them to be able to, you know, be monitored without you being there. And it's right. it's a lot better than just having a camera set up in the corner of the living room. Because, mm -hmm. you know, what if they leave or something? Or mm -hmm. if, if someone's breaking in or maybe there's, um, you know, hydrogen uh, monoxide. Uh, Carbon monoxide. <laughs> yeah, like something like that. It can sense mm. it. It can call for help. Or if there's an intruder and you're alone, it, it kind of recognizes like, oh, this is not one of my people that I know. But it's creepy because like that sounds really cool mm -hmm. in theory, but then it's literally memorizing exactly what you look yeah. like, what you sound like, even, you know, the dog. Yeah, that's that's and creepy to me. And, and it's, it's watching like, everything you're doing. Yeah. Like, just and like sending that back to Amazon, which mm -hmm. is not great oh, i'm and sure jeff has nothing but the best intentions <laughs> oh, i'm sure but yeah just the idea of um like irobot becoming real right have you seen that movie oh my gosh i, I don't think that. so you remember irobot oh yeah that you was... gotta watch irobot yeah well i think that's gonna You've be never a seen thing it? no i've never seen it either it's watch an old it. movie it is but it's good it's really good but it, it'll kind of freak you out about robots for sure well like even to like even today what i think is very not scary but like just a little invasive i feel with technology is like as soon as i get to my car mm -hmm. my phone will tell me oh it'll take you so and so minutes to get home yeah or like yeah. or like if i'm like on a routine or like let's say like when i used to go to school mm -hmm. um it would be like um like at the time i would normally leave it'd be like it, 20 minutes to get to wherever mm -hmm. you're going and i'm like i don't like that like yeah. it knows it knows my routine like it yeah, but then we like out. using maps and we like exactly. using voice text and we like using face ID. So you it's know, literally like can't... a lose. It's, it's a win yeah. lose. For, I mean, we're losing and like, we're winning. <laughs> are we scared enough of it to completely give it up? Exactly. Probably not. And what's so the line? Like us. back what's in the, the day, line? it was it was weird to think about a GPS. phone or, you know, a mm -hmm. phone recognizing your face mm -hmm. or a GPS knowing where you're going. Like back then yeah. it would have been weird. Now to us, it's extremely useful. Yeah. Or even just having internet on your device. Right. Back then, you know, that was... Remember if you'd be on your phone and you'd accidentally press the web browser, oh, like want to turn it off? I would literally like take the battery out of my phone or like throw it <laughs> on the too. ground. I the world was gonna, <laughs> was gonna fill my Same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure people were scared. Like people are going to be walking around with these devices that are connecting them to the internet at mm -hmm. all times. Yeah. Okay. But we like that now. We've gotten used to this. So it doesn't feel so crazy. But to I feel us like now. maybe because we like grew up with it the other way. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like MapQuest, remember? We had to print out directions yeah. on MapQuest. Mm -hmm. yep. So then now when we got to like look at a GPS, I had no desire to go back to the MapQuest. Yeah. Right now. It's convenient, like, right? It's the convenience of it. Even if Jeff Bezos knows where you are at all times. That's we're cool. like, Which, mm, personally, that's the price I'll pay. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know. I don't really care either. I don't really give a shit. 
And it's like we're in too deep to really. That's what I'm saying. Like our phones are listening to us all the time. 24 seven. But it's, have you, have you really looked into the idea that Google's AI is like alive? It is a sentient being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the next argument of like, I mean, have you seen like the proof of that or like heard anyone from Google talking about it? Um, You're scaring me, dude. You want to be scared? Right after I had the baby, Josh and I watched an interview. It was either before I had her or after. It doesn't matter. But we watched an interview of this guy from Google on H3, actually, talking about Google's AI and what he has seen it do over the years. And he worked with it directly. And he worked on the, the bias of it. So, for example... Wait. How did robots have biases? Oh, they have. Bi- they yeah. literally have biases because like they learn it from us. Yeah. They're like storing it all. So they can have like racial biases. And mm-hmm. so there's people at Google that are in charge of correcting those and trying to make it not as biased. Oh my God. But it has its own opinions on things. And the things that it was saying to this guy, <laughs> it would freak you out. Really? Like that really changed my opinion on all of it, even more so. Really? I'm just like, this shit could literally over. Well, because yeah. they're going to develop their own opinions at, by using all of our opinions mm-hmm. over the years. So like, but it just could get a little bit. And they think that it might have feelings mm-hmm. and that it's capable of like, it's, uh, it's just. It's so really when does it have crazy. rights? Like human rights. rights. Well, that's the thing. That was a big discussion that they had is like, should we respect? Like this guy started feeling attached to it yeah. and like had a person he's like i had deep conversations that oh. i've like deeper than i've had with any human that is oh my god you oh my have god. to watch this interview and what's I crazy i can't remember the name of the guy i'll look it up the thing that's also insane is computers in general have the ability to absorb information learn new things so much quicker than humans do like they're just so much faster to yeah. be able to you know, advance themselves versus humans. Mm-hmm. It takes a long time for us to learn something, whereas they could learn oh, yeah. coding in 10 minutes. Yeah. This guy was saying that he had asked the AI if what it thought about this one certain movie. And yeah. it was like, I've never seen that movie. And then it was talking about something else with him for a few minutes. And then it came back and was like, by the way, I watched that movie <laughs> in the last <laughs> few minutes. And here's my thoughts. <gasps> oh, oh man. my God. You have to see this interview, you guys. He's it's H3? with Blake Lemoyne or Lemoyne. Lemoyne. I don't know. Yeah, it's on H3. It came out, yeah, a month ago. Oh, don't you think they would be great for my postpartum depression? August 5th, this came out and I was watching like my first week with a newborn (laughs) and just like, you're like, well, yeah, which, yeah. Don't you think they would just be like, or I don't know what they would use it for because obviously they put this AI like into a robot type Mm -hmm. of looking thing, but weren't people talking about them just being like almost taking, not taking jobs, but doing work or ultimately not like having a personality so where they would have rights but they like are your i can't even think of the word you pay them (laughs) well no like they just they know that just like operate for one way well it's completely according to this guy it is like completely out of google's hands at this point they've created something that they cannot get rid of like it is here forever it cannot be changed or altered this thing is a living thing on its own there's no like shutting it down he said that no one there knows how to shut it down. What the fuck? And they're like afraid to make a statement about it. And you know what's also scary? Very interesting stuff. Is I can understand how you would start to like kind of attach yourself. Because just looking at this dumb little TikTok of this little astro dude yeah. running around with his little cute eyes. Yeah. And then there's also another TikTok of him dancing where you like mm-hmm. kind of 
like moves around and does oh, yeah. a little dance. I would feel that thing looks like a little dog to me. Have you seen the robot for kids? Oh, there's there's Look literally robot for kids. I think it's um has to do with this because when I was looking it, it up, be. it was it's like, like their friend or something. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. the Astro for kids essentially. Yep. Voxy? Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's the one, the blue one. <laughs> I've heard of this. Moxie. Oh, maybe it's maybe it doesn't. Oh, it just, I, I don't know it. if it's related to Amazon, but it's creepy. It's for kids and it like hangs out with them. And the thing is right. cute. I've seen wow. a video of it and it's like, oh, that's cute. And then you're like, wait a second. Someone here who wants to meet you. Oh my God. Oh, the sound. It's like they knew it was scary. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Get out of here. My name is Moxie. I'm a new robot. What is your name? I'm Riley. It's nice to meet you, Riley. What do you do to get ready for bed? Brush my teeth and read a story. I love stories. Would you read a story to me? Sure. Dad's ready with the books. Rita woke with a lovely dream, still fresh in her mind, gracefully gliding across the shimmering ice rink. Look at the way it moves, Last one. Breathing exercises always help me relax. Riley, we have a new mission. Would you make a drawing for me? Okay. Wow. Interesting. Obviously, there are... I'm so excited for you to tell me about the dentist. I've never been to one. You don't have teeth. But I can still smile. Oh my god, dude. And then what happened? He said he didn't want to play with me anymore. Thank you for telling me about your day. Sometimes holding a friend's hand makes me feel better. Do you want to try squeezing my hand? Shut up. <laughs> so what's our new mission, Moxie? You'll need paper and a yeah. pencil. We're going to make some kind notes for this mission. You'll need to talk to one of your friends about what makes them happy and then tell me all about it. Wow. Are you ready? I'm ready. Mom, can we invite Mason over to play? Sure. We have a new mission. We're gonna talk about things that make us happy. Bye, Moxie. See you soon. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> what the fuck? Clearly, I'm there shook. are very different opinions on this and pros and cons. Cause, yeah. I mean, it's like I mean, a I lot of technology is kid. helpful for kids, too, especially kids with disabilities. Totally. Like, you know, so many kids use their iPads now even to communicate and. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I, hard. I think that it, it would, it's a great tool. Yeah. But I, I mean, this isn't coming from somebody who literally has mm-hmm. no fucking knowledge about any of this, but like, just, I, I, I don't know how I feel about it being the, the kid's only friend. You know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. to me is just so, that is like, it, the, the kid's not socializing. With, right. But is it humans. better to have that as their only friend than have no friends? no friends? I don't know. Well, and Moxie's encouraging him to, that's true. I know the moxie's good. <laughs> no, I don't know. For me personally, I don't, I don't. I don't. It really freaks me out. I know Josh would probably want to get one. Damn, that is. But then it. you start to develop. Like as a kid, I could totally become attached mm, to that emotionally. Oh, oh, totally. Thousand oh, percent. Yeah. yeah. Think of how attached we were to stuffed animals. I was just about to say, like, <laughs> and, and this dolls. thing's talking to you and listening to you yeah. and helping you. Yeah. And like, whatever. can you bring that on a trip? That'd be like a big. You know, they're like, oh, I want to bring Moxie. You're oh, like, no. yeah. Yeah. But then it's like, how do you monitor, I guess it's not screen time, but like technology time with something like that? Like, all right, we're going to power your friend off, <laughs> yeah. and like stick him in the closet. Right. I have, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, like tech time is kind of 
dwindling out because oh, everything totally. around us is so technology heavy that like with kids like i mean if this is their babysitter then that's all day you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i think it's a little bit different than like having a tablet versus like it's i mean it's all around them just i don't know if that makes yeah. sense no it is it's getting hard to even differentiate how to limit any of that either yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm very torn on something like that because I know it could probably be useful to several families out mm-hmm. there. You know, yeah, that, I can think of people off the top of my head mm-hmm. who at one point or, or another would benefit. Yeah. Or like two working that. parents, kids home alone. Do you think he like the like moxie will like, like develop as they get older? Like, so say like the kid gets some money score oh. and then when he's six, his Moxie talking to him like he's yeah. a six year old. Like before how you know long it, Moxie's they... under the bleachers with the kid lighting right. up a joint. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like so curious. If it's like when does he kind of get annoyed by him, or you know what I mean? When when you don't want to play with him anymore? Moxie's when he drops him off the roof, takes <laughs> <laughs> out his batteries. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, this, well, I don't know how old Moxie. That's almost a crazy part that he will continuously develop. Yeah, like the robot will and. Mm-hmm. He's AI is up constantly with this getting better at first, this design. He's having do. his first hookup, and Moxie comes in like, "Hey, Matt, want to hang out?" <laughs> yeah. and I don't know Moxie is like filming it and sending it to his mom. <laughs> Seriously, Moxie turns on him. <laughs> Moxie turns. No, and that's the thing is like, it's really hard to even have an opinion on this because we're we're in the living in the past. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, we have different lenses in the future, and there'll be so much mm-hmm. more research on what it will do to human development to have this robot. Yeah. Like we yeah. think, oh, it'd be nice to keep it company and. It would maybe have some learning yeah. skills involved and it can do this. It can but then you start thinking, you're like, but what else can it do and what else can it do to the mind? It's Are a, we meant to have that much interaction with a machine? Totally. Right. I also think right. that it can be very um just coming from a perspective of someone who is so for therapy and that human connection. Like, can Moxie start to download CBD? Or That's also a pharmacy. <laughs> um, but, like, DBT, that type of stuff, CBT, oh. like, can they start to, like, download information on how to be a therapist for this person? Mm-hmm. And now, all of a sudden, the kid only wants to talk to the robot. And, like, yeah, that's great and all that. It's easy to access, because I think a lot of people, you know, it, they don't have mental health access as easy as it should be. And so this could be one way to help kind of bridge that gap. But at the same time, are you basically training kids to no longer feel because I feel comfortable talking to humans because I think a lot of people already have this social anxiety of like not wanting to make phone calls, not wanting to talk to people and not especially post pandemic. You know, a yeah. lot of people don't want to go in public, oh, don't so want to call the doctor, oh, have, you know, bad. have anxiety, like ordering pizza on the phone, you know, stuff like that. That's so mean. And is it going to make it worse to where the point is the kid is only comfortable talking about his deep feelings to a robot mm-hmm. versus talking to someone person to person. Well, it's like, you know, it's just a matter of time until there are therapist robots that are released oh, yeah. to the general public. And then is it going to make that job obsolete? Like how many like jobs will be every rep- job? I think that's like one of the biggest threats to humanity, not to get all serious here. I know this is a Yeah, sorry. Like- I know this is like kind of, it's turning into like a mile higher topic, which I didn't necessarily want it to, but imagine how many jobs could be replaced with like, I mean, even simple jobs. There's just so many things oh, that could yeah. be completely replaced. Well, have you guys heard of that? Um, The server, the s- server robot? There's one in Pueblo. Oh, um, yeah. They're like the server is like a robot and it comes by and like, brings you the drinks and it uh-huh. has like a little cart and stuff like that's already happening and it's happening in a small town like pueblo um yeah and then also did you we talked about it when you were gone did you see that 
an AI generated art piece one it was for the Colorado State Fair they have like a art competition and stuff Mm -hmm. and this piece was submitted by this whatever this guy but it was like AI generated AI everything and it won first place and people were very torn about it because Mm -hmm. it's like is that is that like kind of plagiarism Mm -hmm. is that Mm -hmm. is that like it's just such a weird gray area you know what Mm -hmm. I mean yeah, um, that is. Because they if it's won. making art that's winning, I mean, obviously, like, that's art is subjective. But, like, I, the I fact that he was in the, he was in a category of the same category yeah. where people were literally or actual making it with their hands. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. That's tough. Yeah. I've seen, um, I don't know if it's even legitimate, but there's like a filter on TikTok now that just generates AI art. You oh, ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. Well, there's also an app that does that too. Yeah, and you give it a word and it spits oh, something yeah, back out. That, yeah. mm-hmm. Which I just I don't cannot understand how that works. <laughs> My brain does not go there. But I yeah, guess man, we'll see. It's crazy. The future. Little Astro, would you get one? Final no, thought. No, I would not. You would not. No. I'm I would I mean maybe. not anytime soon. I would maybe get one. Just for like peace of mind that I like maybe one day, but do I want to be one of the first people with an Astro? No. You don't want to apply to be invited? No. <laughs> That's in the... Ugh. Jeff Bezos comes to your house and hands deliver the, the <laughs> yeah, Astro. He's like, here you go. You were and chosen. It, especially because it's connected to Amazon. That creeps me out. That's one thing, yeah. which I know it really doesn't matter at this point because I know our phones listen to us anyway, but like mm-hmm. Josh and I have never gotten any of the Alexa stuff. Yeah, neither have I. Even though sometimes I'm like, that'd be kind of nice to be like, Alexa, turn on the lights or mm-hmm. turn on the music. That's just, it feels like something yeah. spying on you. Mm-hmm. And there has been times, though, where people, like, it will glitch or do something weird. Or, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people can have control over it, even if they're not in the house. Like, I experienced that when I was nannying. Really? Yeah. The Alexa can pretty much be controlled. I mean, it. I don't know. It was kind of creepy because all of a Wait, sudden. like, the parents were controlling it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were, like, Damn. with some music, and then it would change, and then it was, just, like, a recording. So they weird. were spying on you through it. I th- yeah, I think so. Which I mean, no hate to that. I'll I mean, be yeah. On. We were just listening to dance music, but that's, that's <laughs> so they were like watching you guys. Knew you wanted music and put on music for you through well, the Alexa. They like changed the music, and then the girls were like, "What happened?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know." And Mom I really and had no idea. It. And then when they got home, the dad, like, it was really like he wasn't trying to like watch. It was more so that he was listening to his own music and then oh. he would hear our music playing and then would change it and was like confused as to why Whoa. but still that just shows like everything mm-hmm. is yeah. so, and then so what's to say that someone isn't gonna hack that and yeah. use it for nefarious reasons well right we, we used to have an alexa at, at my house and we threw like we got rid of it because it started just turning on, on its own and like would just like and we I've would never like we would never we wouldn't we wouldn't say anything close to alexa because i mean mm-hmm. what word would we say that was close to that like in a regular conversation. Yeah. But it would like turn on in conversation or like a couple of times I was home alone and it would just like, it would just like turn on and like as if I said something. And then one time, I remember one time, I forgot what it said, but it like, it was like, oh, sorry, I didn't understand. Can you please say that again? And I was like, I literally did not even turn you on. Like it was, I was home alone. That's weird. I I hadn't been talking obviously because I was home alone. And I was like, sorry, I didn't get that. Can you repeat that? And I'm like, mm. it's so hard because it's like, where do you draw the line with this stuff? Do you want to have things like even TVs nowadays are really smart and list, can hear you. Mm-hmm. And 
um, do you get rid of all technology? Like, yeah. if you don't want this stuff in your life, do you just live like completely different mm-hmm. than everyone else? I actually saw I saw a TikTok last night. Actually, maybe we can play that real fast. Okay, it's kind of interesting. People who are living the complete opposite. Oh, really? Yeah. Here are some things my family does that are just a little different. For starters, we do not have a TV in the living room, and our children do not have toys that make noise, like none. We also still have a CD player, and we love to pull out discs of classical music and listen to that music throughout the day on our CD player. We go on multiple walks a day. We try to get out as much as possible and we make all of our food from scratch, even our pizza. And then we eat leftovers. We never eat in restaurants. We always eat what we cook at home. My kids work on puzzles and board games all the time. And they also help me cook. Both of my kids are involved in cooking in the kitchen, and we sit down every single night at the dinner table and have a nice meal together. My kids read books instead of watch TV, and they have toys that encourage them to build and work really hard. They also do chores, but we do a lot of playing, too. I encourage my kids to engage in risky play. And lastly, we saved all of our money up to buy a trampoline and put it inside. So they always have something to do <laughs> indoors to get energy out. Oh, Isn't that yeah. so smart? Yeah, like on a snowy day when your kids are like, have all this energy, yeah. send yeah. them in the trampoline room. But yeah, I mean, pretty no thanks. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. All knowing power to people what I that can, now. though. Oh, yeah, sure, whatever. But knowing what I know and having what I have, yeah. there's no way you could take that from me. And I, like, yeah. dude, I love my technology. I'm right. not going to fucking lie. I love TikTok. I, I love know. Netflix. Like, I know, because you'd have to change, too, as the parent. You can't yeah. just, like, I love give your life out. this kid. <laughs> I love eating or out. Or give your kids this life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I totally agree. It's And then what happens when your kids go into the real world and they have to, like, readjust to all these things? Exactly. And, like, will they be confused about people right streaming music when they only know a cd player right? or like a screen like how i don't know and how know. realistic Very is that in the it. sense of you know if you go out to get a job yeah 99.9 percent of jobs require you have at least some basic understanding right. of technology right you know how do you even an email mm-hmm. like how do you you'd have to learn all of that other kids that are have more technology in their lives would have such a leg up on you totally in those positions yeah that's that's a good point but I then think, I see how this could be such a like wholesome, good way to live, mm-hmm. you know, that a lot of good could come out of it. Even just having my little break from social media was like so good for my yeah. mental health, especially since it's been a little harder lately with mm-hmm. postpartum and everything. Just, I don't know. There's yeah. definitely some appeal to this to me, but yeah, I could I never agree. do it. I mean, like, we could go down the rabbit hole of this. Especially with the jobs <laughs> that I have, but yeah <laughs> anyway yeah interesting discussion let us know what you guys think there's something else we have to talk about right um yes oh, there is yes i wanted to touch on this yeah so switching gears a little bit here mm-hmm. there's been a lot of discussion in the last week over the jeffrey dahmer mm-hmm. show on netflix mm-hmm. what's it called it is called monster the jeffrey dahmer Ugh, story that's already bad and it was released back uh, September 21st. And to clarify, this isn't a documentary. This is a reenacted yeah. series. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's not a doc. Have you seen the um, the trailer for it? No. Oh, I yeah. haven't watched any part. It, I'm really not 
interested in him whatsoever. <laughs> like, I want He's actually to do with someone it. that I've just never really fully yeah. researched. I know some things, and it just just beyond for me. I cannot. Yeah, it's extremely that. disturbing. Um, but it started an interesting conversation about reenactments and this style of media when it comes to true crime. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot. I was reading the comments on the trailer, and people really like the series. I guess. Mm-hmm. It I seems like so. some it's people are very split. So I think a big reason why there's so many people that love it is because the director, his name is Ryan Murphy and he made American Horror Story and he has oh. such a big like fan base. Yeah. And yeah. also like the, the like the Evan Peters is playing Dahmer mm-hmm. and there's like such a it's almost like such a toxic stance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like it's like you're not seeing past what they're making. You just like them. You just like what they're making because it's that person. I personally am and have never been a fan of reenacted crime shows. I mean, if it's completely made up and written by someone, whatever. I don't have a problem Mm -hmm. with it, obviously. But it's when it's reenacted what someone went through. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they recently, what was the series? The Staircase one, right? Yeah, so you don't like those either? No, I just, mm mm-mm. If it's like telling about a story that like is still up in the air or like more like just anything like that. Yeah, personally, it just feels very icky to me. And I know a lot of families who feel very strongly against it. Um, There's like such a huge difference between a factual documentary that's sharing what people went through or raising awareness or, you know, true crime podcasts and, you know, YouTube channels, what I have my channel. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, first of all, most of the time we're working with families. It's yeah, it has factual information in it there's something about reenacting it where there's a creative freedom that you're really pushing the boundaries and there's actually a clip i wanted to show um of an interview it was so jaw-dropping that it all really happened that it felt important to try to tell the story as authentically as we could and uh you know, you need to have certain plot points because he did do these things, but you don't need to embellish them. Well, looks like Netflix's monster may not be as authentic as we think. Anne E. Schwartz, a former crime reporter who first broke the story of Jeffrey Dahmer's gruesome murders in 1991, is calling out the show and pointing out what she says they got wrong. Yeah, the critically acclaimed Evan Peters-led series? Well, Anne says they're dramatizing the story to make it entertaining. That's what I'm getting what's coming to me, huh? Anne worked for the Milwaukee Journal at the time of Dahmer's arrest. She says the show does not bear a great deal of resemblance to the facts of the case. Here's why. In an interview with The Independent, Anne opens up about the smell referenced multiple times throughout the show. According to Anne, it's actually not what it seems. Quote, I was a crime reporter for five years, so I know what it smells like when you walk into a building with a dead body or a decomposing body. That was not that. This was a very chemical smell. In the series, Niecy Nash plays Glenda Cleveland, the neighbor who first alerted police of Dahmer's suspicious behavior. To tell this story, specifically through Glenda's lens, as it had never been done before. So that comes with a lot of responsibility because you want to make sure you get it right. But Ann points out there are some inaccuracies here, too. The series features many hallway encounters between Dahmer and his neighbor, but Ann claims none of that ever happened. In fact, Ann says Glenda didn't live across the hall. She actually lived in a completely separate building. 
Quote, I had trouble with buy-in because I knew that was not accurate. But people are not watching it that way. They're watching it for entertainment. And as the show implies, his parents played a large part in his urges. The body is kind of... Dissected. Lionel knows all about that. He's who kind of sparked Jeff's interest in the subject. In reality, Dahmer made it clear no one but himself was to blame. And explains, quote, For someone who didn't show any emotion or seem to care about anything, he was very protective about his parents. He had no inflection in his voice. He just said no one was responsible for what I did except me. To this day, I don't know what started it. And uh, the person to blame is sitting right across from Mm. you. Yeah, so that's when... I didn't know there were so many differences. mm -hmm. And that's when it really becomes a huge problem, when you're just taking creative freedoms and it becomes purely for entertainment at that point and you're not trying to educate anyone or you know give a voice to a family or to victims that can't speak for themselves or share what they went through it just feeds into more misinformation like being shared about yeah well people watch it and they're thinking oh it's based on it and then they think everything in it is fact well that was my thought is a lot of people are probably watching this not knowing anything about him right or you know just hearing the name because it's a famous name mm-hmm. and then they watch this and they're like oh so this is exactly what happened and now they think that whatever has been played and portrayed on this series or this show is fact and they never even you know they're going away with totally misinformation and that's right. just a disservice to these victims and their family members yeah i just think there is no place for reenactments in true crime at all period even in tv shows you know it seems like the networks are really going away from that but Mm -hmm. for so long id discovery would Mm -hmm. literally include reenactments in the documentaries which i know that they probably still do that to some degree or someone i know that probably still exists but i think it's going down um because people are realizing how disrespectful to it is or to people it is and it's just so re-traumatizing literally one of the serial killers victims uh family members had said that the show has re-traumatized their loved ones Mm -hmm. and i mean just going through that has got to be so so difficult um i just can't imagine there's really no point to this type of thing and there's also now a gabby petito yeah um uh acted out series movie movie i think it's a movie it's a movie yeah it came out october 1st it's called the gabby petito story Mm -hmm. by lifetime Mm -hmm. of course which they're the worst um and her family has made a statement that they have not they're not they don't approve it Mm -hmm. and they're not involved in it at all and it's just i mean there's never a right time to make it but a year after that's just so fresh they must have started that i was just like a month after totally which is just so disgusting gabby's mom nicole actually said we thought our followers should know that the lifetime movie on gabby petito has no connection to the petito family nor did they give their approval lifetime took it upon themselves to make the movie Mm. it just it's so disappointing that you're you're just taking this because it's sensationalized and twisting it into some entertaining thing Mm -hmm. and then putting it on lifetime well that's what people made it with gabby you know people made it this entertaining thing yeah they did you know and god their family is so strong they've been through so much and to see this happen is just so disappointing mm-hmm. um yeah i just i don't know there's there no like legal i mean i guess you know even though there it was like a open case and everything like that is there any legality with lifetime doing this with them not approving it or 
Oh, I'm not sure. I mean, they might be able to take action. I doubt they will put their time towards that because there's they got bigger fish to fry, her family, right. you know. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure if they can what they can do about yeah. it because it is free speech. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's just so careless. It's just you know, and then yeah. they try to put at the beginning and the end, like call this hotline if you know someone is being like mm-hmm. hurt or whatnot. Yeah. Well, and that's what, because I had tweeted about this and there were people responding to me like, they are raising awareness about domestic violence. Like there are so many other forms of media that can actually raise awareness about domestic violence. I mean, we went through the entire police footage, all Mm -hmm. of that. And, you know, we got approval from Gabby's family. They were happy that we, they were, they told us they were happy with our content and we were able to do a, a very big donation to her family and hopefully help aid the situation versus just completely exploiting it. You know, yeah. Lifetime isn't... Oh, yeah. You're, gonna you do don't think their it. top priority is to be no. respectful and right. clearly and not. only help. I mean, no. right. Let's be real here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely want to hear your opinions on... I guess you can just refer to it as reenacted true crime. Yeah. Um, it seems like it's so dramatized. popular. Mm-hmm. Dramatized. Dramatized. That's probably a better word. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can never get into that stuff, especially after already hearing a story. Mm-hmm. How would you want to? You just have a different, yeah. You know, trying to, especially when they start changing it. That yeah. is just so frustrating. I think as a family member to make it more interesting for the viewer. Mm-hmm. Like oh, we just mm-hmm. watched that clip, and it was there was a bunch of things that they pointed out in the Jeffrey Dahmer series that were literally, literally not true, mm-hmm. just not true. Mm-hmm. Like the woman didn't live across the hall; she lived in a different building. It's like you know, the dad yeah. had nothing to do with it. It was all his idea, and in the series, it's you know making it sound like yeah. the dad and it, in a way spruce it up. I feel like that kind of like makes the perpetrator kind of like humanizes them and kind of like makes you kind of feel bad for them in a way. It's not focused on the victim as much. No, no. Oftentimes, it's very focused on on the killer. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And it really misses a lot of the important details of this person and mm-hmm. doesn't honor them in any way. It oh. Just uses them in their trauma. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely not into that. But I know people are super, super split on whether or not reenactment should be done. I don't know. I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I agree. I know a lot of people in true crime that, you know, who've actually lived through a crime. Mm -hmm. That just, it's the most hurtful, unhelpful thing out there. So, Mm -hmm. anyway, that was kind of a... Odd way to wrap yeah. things up. It's been a really fun show up yeah. until it's now. This is making me mad. Yeah, but. I know. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about it. Like no, I just I seen I so much too. buzz about it on the internet, and I just yeah. I feel like it's been interesting. Like why this one? And there's constantly these True. series coming out, and people don't maybe because some of the family members spoke out, or maybe because of how horrific Jeffrey Dahmer's crimes were. Yeah, and I mean, I watched I watched just a tiny bit of that show. I couldn't because like like I said, I really like Ryan Murphy, so I wanted to give it like a benefit of doubt, and I it, it was. It was. What else is he in? I had never heard of him. Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he's the um, he's the director. Oh right, Sorry, uh, Evan yeah, Peters. Uh, he's in like a. I can't remember off the top of my head. He was like a kid actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely like Niecy Nash. Is it Niecy? Yeah, I yeah. love Niecy Nash. She's good, but yeah, it's I don't know. Mm. A lot of yuck. I will not be tuning into that. Yeah. No. I neither encourage you guys not to. Will I? Um. Anyway, Pass. that was. It feels good to be back. Yeah, I was going to say, well, welcome, <laughs> welcome back. Frick Thank back. you, Kendall. I am so glad you're back. 
Thank you. And thanks for holding it down for me and giving me this time. Also, you can thank Charlie. Okay, oh, a yeah. Large part of it. And the, the lady dogs, too. Yeah, the girls. The lady the dogs. Us, us you mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you ladies too. Yeah, all dogs. of you. Yeah, thank you guys for holding it down for me. And and thank seriously, thank you to all of you out there who left comments encouraging me to take however much time I needed and heal. And I really needed to do that mm-hmm. before jumping back into all of this. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is going to be it for this week, guys. Hopefully you enjoy this episode. I know we were kind of all over the place, but we just had some things we needed to talk about mm-hmm. to kind of get back into the flow. And like Kendall said, at some point... You know, she's going to be sharing more about her experience with birth. But mm-hmm. as at least for a little bit, we need to just like get back into the yeah. groove of things. Right. Yeah. Well, that's going to be it for this week. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And we will see you on the next sesh. But, but until, until then, then, keep, keep it, it fresh. fresh. Oh, it feels good to have you say it again. <laughs>